0: if they're making $300,000 on booze there's a whole lot of drinking going on I wonder how many folks in hell over at I wonder how many homes busted up this morning over at I wonder how many folks is crippled because some drunk driver hit them head on see that's what they don't tell you cost of that I want you to be here this week all you can Some of y'all getting slack on church attendance and you're going to pay a price. You better hear me. You better hear me. God's done told me to warn you. Start laying out on God, you're going to be committing sin. You're going to get in trouble. That's the way it works. The much is given, much should be required. Amen. if you ain't faithful to church, you might all not even say, man, raise your hand or do nothing until you get faithful. You know that? Let's not be hypocrites. God hates hypocrisy. He hates it. You know what hypocrisy is? It's play acting. It's acting like you're something you're not. Some people act like they're saved and they're not. And some people act like they're spiritual and they're not. God knows the X-rated DVDs they got in their bedroom. Their magazines. He knows he knows. You can't fool him. It gets revival time. It's time to get cleaned up. This story I'm about to tell you about has absolutely captivated my mind and my heart to the point that I don't know if I can even preach this. Psalm 40, verse number 1. There are some things that I can relate to, and you can And anybody saved by the grace of God can relate to this story. These three verses. By the way, I meant to mention, we don't need to forget Matthew Patton's going in the Marine Corps next Sunday. We need to pray for him tonight because he probably won't get to be back on another Sunday. And let's pray that God would bless him. i seen in the paper where John McCain picked his mother to be his running mate. Melissa. (laughs) Was that you? Oh, Lord. Okay, Psalm 40, verse number 1. Oh, God, every one of these words just tear my heart out. I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined unto me and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of an horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock, and established my goings. He had put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord. The thought that's on my heart is the miracle in the foothills. This story about little Amber Clark Pennell. What a miracle. I don't believe that this rescue of her... It's just a story of a girl, a young mother, who's a mother of two, Graceland three, and Cameron one, and the wife of Mickey Pennell. Mickey used to come to church here some years ago. I don't believe that's just a story about a woman being rescued. I believe this is God showing this county his miraculous power. This story's worldwide now. It's gone all across this country, all across this state. And people standing in amazement. And the word that describe it's miraculous, supernatural. That's all that people can say when, when they even talk about it. It's what God's wrought and what God's done. And I began to think about this story. And it, it so ties in to what David said. He brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay. I've retraced the steps of this young mother. I went this morning over beside a 321. Looked down in that ravine where it looked like sure death was going to come to the life of that mother. Boy, I'm so thankful today that God in His good grace has shined down His mercy on that woman. Boy, I tell you, I think about what God did for her physically. And what much greater things He does for us spiritually when He saves us by grace. What did David say? Here's a hopeful patience. I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined unto me and heard my cry. August uh, the 20th on a Wednesday, Amber Pennell called her husband at about 10 o'clock p.m. right after she had got off of work uh, over at Hannah's Barbecue where she's worked since she was 16 years old. She Makes two stops. She goes to Walmart and buys some dog food and some invitations for her daughter's birthday. That would be a week of the next week on a Thursday. Then she stops at the Holiday Superette, buys some gas. Hot pockets and some drinks gets back in her Toyota Tacoma pickup truck, heads north uh, toward Buffalo Cove, Stone Mountain Road, where she lives, and as she's about two miles from this uh, holiday holiday Superette. They something happens. Nobody knows what happens. She doesn't really remember what happened. In the paper today, she says something about a logging truck and she don't even really remember what took place if she hit that truck or if the truck hit her. But what we do know is that her truck uh, went airborne, hit an 18-foot embankment, went airborne and went off down a 100-foot ravine. There she lay from 11 o'clock On Wednesday until about 7.45 the following Monday night. Oh, just the fact that she survived the wreck. You think about going airborne, landing at the bottom of a ravine, and you're still alive. That's a miracle within itself. But the miracle doesn't stop there. It's in her survival. It's in her rescue. And the whole, all of this story is a total, I believe, act of God trapped in her truck because her legs are under the dashboard as she is in such a paralyzing position that the drinks beside of her and the food beside of her, her hands cannot even reach. I'm sure as she said when she came to, she was dazed. She didn't even know what happened. Hours start clicking by and days start clicking by. Can you imagine the fear and the terror that went over that mother's mind as she said, oh God uh, send somebody to help me. Send somebody to find me. She's got one hope and one hope only and that's divine intervention. David said, I waited patiently for the Lord. Now, it to me, this is such an act of God because there were no skid marks. There was no evidence that she had wrecked in that particular place. Nobody saw her. It was like a disappearing act. It was like a God had hit this thing. She could have been found that night. She could have been found the next day. She could have been found on day three. She could have been found on day four. She could have been found before almost that evening of day five. What was it? God let that happen to magnify his great Power. there's some of you been waiting on God and waiting to be saved and waiting for God to call you and you're in that horrible pit and you're about scared to death that you're never going to get out. God could have saved you last week. He could have saved you last month. But God saves us in a way that brings glory and honor to His great, high and holy name going northbound, going across 30 feet of the medium, airborne, 18-foot embankment, uh, going down to the bottom, down, 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 in kudzu of a 100-foot ravine. Who would have ever thought that this young lady would have ever come out of their life? He inclined unto me. And that word inclined means to strengthen stretch out. It means to bend. That means God old David said I waited on God and there come a day that God bent down. God stretched out and God bent over and God rescued me. He lifted me up. He brought me up out of the horrible pit out of the miry clay. He set my feet upon a rock and established my going. That's what God does when he saves people that's what God did when he saved me that's what God did when he saved you and this picture of this girl is such an illustration of God's great salvation boy she's trapped in an awful position you think about all that's happening to her her legs broke her arms broke She's got skull fractures. Uh, She's got bruises all over her body. Can you just try to put your mind there? The pain this young girl's in and to survive all of that. Well, food and water. There ain't no need you telling me that that ain't God. I know it's God. And God's trying to show this county, just like Sister Sue said, he's a still the God of power. He's still the God of the miraculous. He's still the God of the supernatural. What God done for Amber Clark Penla in the physical realm, he can do for you spiritually and lift you up out of that horrible pit of sin and lust and addiction and degradation and give you a new life and a new start by his power, amen. He bent down. Here is the hopeful plea, the horrible pit. That word horrible means dreadful. It means terrible. It means shocking. It means grim. It means ghastly. It means revolting. It means appalling. It means dirty. It means stagnant. How I don't want to get crude, but can you imagine just the bodily fluids that a person has to get rid of? And you're there for five days broke leg, broke arm, fractured skull. Water and food beside of you, and you can't even reach it. Oh, I say thank you God, glory to His name. His church ought to be praising God for saving that girl's wife. We ought to be excited what God done for her every church in this county ought to be given God glory and praise for that miracle that He wrought in our midst. Horrible pit, cistern, or dungeon. What, what, what are you going to do? What if she wasn't trapped? Now you think about this a minute. Her left arm broke. Am I? Look at this picture right. Her left arm broke. Her leg broke. She's in this awful predicament. You think about being in such a shape. That you can't even reach to get water. Can't even reach to get food. If she hadn't been trapped, she couldn't have got out of there. She's too weak to scream help me Where anybody would hear her. That's exactly where you are if you're lost. You can't get out. You can't pull yourself out. You're in that degrading, a stench of sin and the merry clay, and you're stuck there and you can't get out. It's going to take somebody a- coming to you. Thank God Squire Parsons sung the song when I could not go to where he was he came to me and that's what services like this are about that God would come to somebody and bring them out of that pit of sin and save them boy this girl's laying there trapped in this truck she said she figured she'd be found but not alive Day goes by, day goes by. Hope will get awful bleak. Boy, you think about being in that position for 10 minutes. Hey, use your imagination. The fear and the horror. I tell you right now, she would have died of shock had not God given her grace That's how we keep our sanity, knowing the judgment of God is abiding on us. This word pit has idea of being trapped in a place of torment while your enemies stand above you and accuse you and taunt you and humiliate you how many times you reckon old oh, slew whispered in her ear that she'd never see her children again. This pit has the idea Of dead. That girl almost come to the point of resurrection from the dead. She was in that place of dead. Probably one more night, she'd never survive. As some of you, Brother Ralph, you know. Had not God got you when He did. Only God knows where you'd be today. It could be jail, it could be hell, at all. Oh, thank God for the mercy of God when we fought, it was all over. And the devil is a saying, you'll never be saved. God can't love you. God won't forgive you. You've been too wicked. You missed your chance. You could have been saved, but you missed it now. And God don't care about you. Thank God for that divine intervention. He inclined unto me and heard my cry. Hundreds of people are searching a 20-mile area. Paul, let this sink in our mind. She's at the bottom of a 100-foot ravine. A hundred and fifty feet away is a four-lane highway. There, Brother Ralph, can you imagine, dearly beloved, can you imagine... How many tens of thousands of people passed by 150 feet from that poor dying girl? Had no idea she was down there. There's some, you got everybody fooled except one. He knows if you're in that horrible pit that it doesn't matter if a thousand or ten thousand or a hundred thousand or a million drive by you. They couldn't help you if they wanted to. They ain't got the proper equipment. To help you. It takes specialists. It takes rescuers. It takes those that have the proper equipment to help Amber get out of that ravine. And it takes God's power. God's got the equipment that it takes to get down there where you are, pick you up, and rescue you. More hundreds of people drive by. I'll tell you something else they've done. They had the helicopter out. They wasn't hunting pot. It was hunting amber. Polly couldn't find her. Why? God had her hid? I believe that's sure as I'm standing here. There's no explanation for this stuff, folks. No explanation whatsoever. That helicopter went over, and it was her little old truck was camouflaged by the kudzu, and they couldn't see her. They couldn't find her. Oh, think about what's going on. This helicopter has been searching. They've been combing the roads for 20 miles on Monday night just before the rescuers are about to give up. The director of the emergency services of Caldwell County. He didn't send somebody else. He is out there himself. Tommy Cortner uh, searching for this girl in the heavy rain and the heavy fog. Cortner uh, said he was walking along U.S. 321 and was drawn, and was drawn to a swath of moshkudzu behind an 18-foot embankment. He had Just prayed, oh God, give me something. You know, a lot of folks don't know. I found this out through some friends of mine. Five o'clock a.m. that day, he couldn't sleep. He was woke up and he left his bed, went downstairs to the basement. Got on his knees and said, God, we got to find that girl. God, she's got children. We gotta find that girl. Oh, hallelujah. I don't know if that man saved or not, but thank God he had enough sense to know they needed divine intervention. The helicopter can't find her, and the Coleman crews and rescuers can't find her. But thank God i know one that knows exactly where that young mother is, and this man knew that God could Help him find her. So he drew near to the kudzu, 18 foot embankment. He saw tracks, followed them to the edge of the 100 foot ravine. Seeing nothing at first, listen to this, he's drawn to that kudzu. He sees what looks like tracks, and he's about to leave and stop the search. For another day, that girl is within one glimmer of light of probably dying. Right when he's about to turn and leave, in the sight of his eye, he sees something a sparkling. What was that? How was the light on the chrome, the little edge of the chrome bumper of that truck? Brother Ralph, I wonder how many more minutes and there wouldn't have been a light to reflect off that bumper but he saw that bumper and he started hollering out Amber Pennel, is that you? Oh he said man it's like his heart stopped as he began to realize he might have just found her. Oh thank God for services like this when God's in the rescuing business and you feel like God is about to find one and God's about to bring one out it ought to make us excited and beg God and pray for that great miracle of the grace of God. Rescuers pried open the truck, then used a rope and a stretcher to pull her up the ravine. You know what she. You know what David said. He brought me up. That helicopter hour lifted her to Carolina Medical Center. Notice she was at the mercy of another. They'd come to where she was, but she couldn't walk out of there. She could not crawl out of there. She don't have the strength to do anything but throw herself on the mercy. Of these emergency rescuers. And she was well glad to do it. Well when you find out. You're in the bottom of that horrible pit. And a thing you can do. But cast yourself. And rest on the promise of Christ. On Christ. That solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. He brought me up also out of a horrible pit. I'll tell you something. They didn't send down a rope and tell her to put it on her and hold on. No, sir. She can't get a rope around her. Hey, they didn't. They didn't drop down a ladder and tell her to climb out. She's pinned in that truck. She ain't going nowhere. They had to go to where she was. It took 30 to 45 minutes to pry her out of that truck. And then they put her in a rescue basket. Oh, that basket of grace. Can you imagine that scene? As that mother started coming out of that ravine, that place of certain death. And God Almighty has smiled on her and God said, I love you, and God said, I'm going to rescue you. The hopeful patience, why did she never lose hope? She told her husband, I knew you wouldn't quit looking until you found me. She said, I wasn't going to die and leave my children. God put them ones in that girl's heart every time she bout give up, she thought of them kids. I tell you the mother, the, lover, the love this mother had. She's got the name of them youngins on her truck. Even her license plate is G. Bay Cam honoring her children on the tailgate. Here's the name of those children and daddy's children and all of this. And that Mom and dad love their children like nothing else in this whole world. And that's what God used to give this girl hope. Her children, the fact her husband would go to the gates of hell trying to rescue her and deliver her. But a heavenly praise. He brought me up also. Have a horrible pit. Have a merry clay and set my feet upon a rock and establish my going. He up put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord. What are they going to praise God about? I'll tell you what they're going to praise God about. Anybody think sense knows this is divine intervention, buddy. They know That pit she got pulled out of, you ain't a getting out unless somebody intervenes. Divine intervention. The lost man a lot of times sees God in nothing, but the child of God that walks with God sees God in everything. What are we going to praise God about? Divine intervention. The fact that she was found, Tommy Cortner turned to leave, and that glitter of light I touched that chrome bumper a little bit later. Just a little bit later. And it would have been too late. Four-lane highway. Five days. All of this happening. The surge is about over. Hope is about gone. Why are we going to praise God? We're going to praise him. Because that girl survived dehydration. She survived the trauma to her body. She survived uh, the shock. She survived. Without r- water and food for five days we praise God That thank God somebody left her enough that would not stop and give up until they brought around that place in a basket oh thank God for God's people that will not give up till their loved ones are saved brother Charlie it's massive rain we had last week what if that had been a week earlier Y'all thought about that? The days hadn't been getting as hot as they had been. The nights were not as cold as they could have been. I'll tell you, God, all the circumstances that happen point right. To God's intervention for the blessed outcome. God gave her the grace to stay calm. Oh, think about that miry clay. That's where you're stuck and you can't move. And you're trapped and you can't get out. All you can do is wait on somebody to pull you out. Oh, notice this. How this word, he set my feet upon a rock means a high cliff, a place of safety and security far above that horrible pit. Oh, thank God that basket lifted her far above that horrible pit. And she got him higher. When lifted her up into God's heaven away from that horrible pit that's what God does he don't leave you down there thank God he brings you out power and glory he established my goings that means he fixed my steps my goings are, means blessings or happiness personal transformation She's experienced that personal transformation. And then there is a public proclamation. Folks, I'm going to tell you something. I've cried for days. I studied this and put this together. Terry, I'd like to blow it up. I was a-weeping. I said, God, ain't no way I am preaching that if you don't help me. I'm telling you, this thing's got a hold of my heart. Did God give me a love for that girl? I've been over Hannah's barbecue and she waited on me, but it ain't bad. I tell you, there's something in this story that's bigger than all of us. Hey, you lost sinners in this building. Quit rejecting God. There's something in your salvation that's bigger than any of us knows. What God can do with you and for you and because of you can bring a public proclamation of the grace of God. He had put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it in fear and shall trust in the Lord. I going to tell you something. You get this new song in your heart, you'll get that little chip off your shoulder. And every other thing the preacher says, you ain't going to get your little feelings hurt and run to the house. You get that new song in your heart, you'll overlook your brother's faults. You get that new song in your heart, you'll want others to be able to sing it with you. A new song, a song, hey, an old sinner gets saved they can sing a song of redemption they can sing blessed assurance Jesus is mine oh what a foretaste of glory divine they could have sung no song before but they meant nothing now they can sing there's a fountain filled with blood being drawn from Emmanuel's veins and sinners plunge beneath that flood and lose all their guilty stains he put a new song a fresh song in my mouth a song of praise and honor and glory unto God praise unto our God Monday about 8 o'clock people was calling Mickey's house Mitchell's house I remember that little fella he used to play baseball run cute little old boy dark skin got Indian blood in him brown eyes I always had a love for that little kid his sister, boy, the phone got to ringing and they got to picking that phone up and the news had spread like wildfire. They're saying, is it true? Is it really true? Have they found her? Have they found her? About 15 minutes later, I rescue her. Come running down his yard. Sam cat. have you heard the news? They found her, they found her, they found her, and she's alive. My God, what a blessing when someone gets found, and Mama's prayers are answered, and Daddy's prayers are answered, and God in heaven's rejoicing Amen. over that lost sheep. Old Mitchell said he caught his breath and wept. He said, it's the most amazing feeling. Ain't nothing like getting saved after you're saved except somebody else getting saved. He said, I couldn't get to her quick enough. When Mickey arrived on the scene, he rushed to her side and cried, thank you, Jesus. I knew knew my baby was alive. I love the rescuers because they never gave up. I called Brother Nicky Waters yesterday. He is on the scene, about ten minutes. He's a chaplain, Hudson Fire Department. And I said, Nicky, I want you to tell me again what it is like. Now, if you don't know, Brother Nicky, me and him, Terry Dietz, Freddie Helms, years ago, we ran all over these mounts praying together. Nicky Waters knows the Holy Ghost, buddy. He's been around him. God's on him. That man's full of God and the Holy Ghost. I know him. Nikki told me, he said when he crossed that yellow line, he said it's like Holy Ghost revival. He said the presence of God was so strong All people could do is praise God and pray and cheer. Brother Nikki told me when that ambulance, when they put her in that ambulance and the sirens began to blow, that the shouting and the applause drowned out that siren. Hallelujah! For people that's got enough sense to know what just happened before their eyes. And they can rejoice in God's great rescue and God's great delivering power. Word spread all over this country like wildfire. We was out here praying at the church. Matter of fact, we was praying when they found her. You say, you attribute anything to that? No, I ain't going to attribute nothing to that. But I'm glad, praise God, we are thinking about her. God found her. But it's good to be praying while they found her. Before we got out of here, there's done coming given the news, the family cheered. Many described it as a miracle. Rescuers and family gathered in in a prayer circle. And thank God, one family member said his ambulance drove away. We've done a lot of praying, a lot of praying. And that's what brought her back. Caldwell County Detective BJ4 said, If you don't believe in miracles, you should. I can attest to one now that's what verse 3 says that many shall see it and fear God and praise God that's what's happening all over this county around this country people are giving God the glory for what he's done there's some things just too obvious Amber's words on her hospital bed in a faint voice all her rescuers I love you so much. Thank you for not giving up on me. That's why we go to church. Mongo, that's why we pray. That's why we try to live right. That's why we have times of revival. Because there's something God put in us, a determination. We can't give up on them, Paul. I know they ain't many getting rescued now, but thank God for that one that is. There's a whole lot of wrecks, a lot of accidents. Never comes out this good. But thank God this one did. There's a lot of souls come and go and'll never be saved. But thank God for that one that is. Thank God for those that are. One of these days, center, that sinner, Thank God saved. They're going to look around this church at people that's tithed, kept the lights on, and people that prayed and praised God and done the will of God. One day they'll see it and they'll say, thank you for not giving up on me. And that boy will grab you around the neck, mama, and say, thank you for not giving up on me. And that girl will grab daddy's neck and say, thank you for not giving up on me when you could have laid... And the lazy boy recliner. Thank you for going to church. Thank you for praying and not giving up on me. A lot of folks counting on us. See, preacher, I can't relate to what you're saying. You get saved, you will. And I tell you about thanking those that didn't give up on you. You're gonna have your mouth full of praise and a new song, thanking Jesus. Thanking the Father and the Holy Ghost. What did old Mickey do when he got on the scene? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Me and Seth left here and went up to the store. The other night, there's a man come in. Larry hadn't heard about it, I don't think. Girl's picture's still up on the door. He walked in there and said, you can take that down now. They just found her. Oh, for that day, Sister Carol, when you take them off the prayer list, you can take them down because they've been found. That's what I go for. That's what I preach for. That's what I pray for. For those that need to be rescued by the power of the Holy Ghost. Brother Nicky told me, oh, foul mouthed men. He said, uh, You know, all the police department, fire department prayed for this girl. Probably a lot of them not even saved. They could do. I'm going to tell you something. If they're good people, whether they're saved or lost, I love firemen. I love policemen, mercy people. Put their life on the line for just about nothing. That's right. Go out here when it's blistering cold, direct traffic at wrecks and all that, put their life on the line. Brother Nicky said, one of the most foul-mouthed men, fire department, he said he always respected him. never would cuss in front of him. But he said he'd come up to him and said, there ain't one answer to this. And he said, that's answer to prayer. Many will fear. Praise the Lord. I'm going to tell you something, I ain't been in the newspapers and probably ain't going to be told which it is now. Two rescuers. First one's on the scene. They were fixing to go down to where that truck was. Luke Hall, when they got close, they seen a man standing down there. That one wiped his eyes and looked again. He punched his buddy. He said, you see that man? Who is that? And that man said, I see him. And just about that time, he disappeared. If you, if you don't believe that Bible, you ain't going to believe this. God said the angels are ministering spirits sent forth to minister to those heirs of salvation. That's what that was. That's what kept her calm. The presence of God Almighty. How many times have angels kept me out of a ditch, out of the headway of a drunk driver? How many times has God let a boy go the other way? Would have killed me. When we get to heaven, beloved, we get to heaven. God opens up that picture, that museum of your life. Not the bad stuff. God ain't gonna show you that. Not past the judgment. See, all that's gone. He's got a highlight reel. I believe that sure as I'm standing here. Highlight reel. You know what they say in the book of Revelation. Me and Seth talking about this the other day. You know what songs they sing in heaven? Two songs. More than two songs, but they're all about this. The song of Moses and the song of the Lamb. Every song in heaven is about deliverance. The song of Moses is deliverance from Egypt by the miraculous hand of God and the blood of the Lamb. And they're singing about grace. And they're singing about the blood of Christ and the other songs about the Lamb, about Jesus, and about his great sacrifice and about how great that he is and how wonderful that he is. Remember now, the rescuers, they lift her out. Tommy Cortner told Brother Nicky this. He said, when I called her name, he said, I seen her head move just a little, and I seen her hand. There ain't no way she could have got her hand up. It's broke. Her arm's broke. Oh. Hey, what am I talking about? That hand means help me. That hand means I'm here. And that means surrender to God. Isaiah 59 says, thank God his hand is stretched out still. His hand is stretched out still brother Paul I could get up here and preach the word nauseated about the sins of this country and probably what happened from 12 o'clock last night till this morning it would make you it would revolt your stomach but I tell you brother Dan his hand is stretched out still in spite of how weak we are, in spite of what we've done, thank God His hand is stretched out still. I'll tell you something: Warners around here troubled. You better get your younguns in this meeting. You may never have another chance like this. You play around with this thing. I'll tell you right now: you better not play with this thing. You better get off your little selfish games and put the cause of Christ above your comfort and what you want and the cause of lost souls and men are dying without God as your number one priority. You hear about that mother? Nobody but a mother could make this statement. Mother goes to her son's graduation from boot camp and they're out there on the parade field And they marched by. Her son's out of step. She punched her husband and said, look at that. That whole brigade's out of step with our son. When you're not faithful to church, you get out of step. You come in here like a calf looking at a new gate. You don't know what's going on. Don't know what's been going on, not in the flow of it. Are you listening? This is a body. You say, well, I ain't a member of this church. You ought to be a member somewhere. Why ain't you a member somewhere? Hey, you afraid you might have to tithe? Is that your problem? Are you afraid of a little bit of commitment? After Christ walked up, Calvary shed his blood. What excuse have you got? See, preacher, that's awful hard. Hard. Hard we resurrected some of these preachers 100 years ago you'd done left they'd call you every name but a white man that's right oh one these rescuers all said there's no explanation you know what they're all thanking god for they got to be there brother nick nicky told me they had a got to see that girl had a reunion on friday you know what? There ain't nobody worried about the ACLU. There ain't nobody worried about some liberal yellow back politician. Hey, they wasn't worried about some Supreme Court. There's a praising God and a praying and giving God the victory for what he'd done. If you're in that horrible pit this morning, the Holy Ghost is reaching down i you something. That's a pretty little old girl if you've seen her picture before. She's all bruised up. But she's alive. All that's gonna heal. She'll be good as new. Some of you may be bruised up by sin. Your life's in a wreck and a mess. But I tell you one thing, when he get listen, he didn't th- those rescuers got down there and got her. David said, he brought me up that means Paul he got down there that's what Jesus done he became a man he got down here with us brother Ralph when you was 29 years old you couldn't get out of that pit and he picked you up and he brought you out may some of you in here today you've made these little two by four professions you don't know more no God what I'm talking about in man the moon you need to get brought out Seth, wasn't that something that night God brought you out? What, was you nine years old? That's Jesus. That's what he does. That's a Christmas jubilee. Ralph, what if I hadn't had him in church? Dan, what if he hadn't been here? I wonder how many of these ones in here, if their parents had been in church where they ought to been, they might have already been saved. Time's running out. Terry Herman, they got to get out. And they can't help themselves. We're pulling for them, ain't we? We're searching for them. Maybe God this morning is going to let the light shine on somebody's bumper. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> God say, there they are. Amen. There they are. There they are. And when he says, there they are, son, itself on time. Get the rescuers in. And folks can pray and beg God to help you, bring you in. Let's stand our feet. Thank you for being here. God's so good to us.